0: What up, everybody? Here we go. We are breaking down the best defensive backs in the NFL draft. We're talking five of the top cornerbacks and we're talking five of the top safeties. We're going to talk about them for NFL purposes and for fantasy purposes, because that's why we're all here. Cooper Dijon. Okay, so I've been hearing about this guy. <laughs> he could potentially be the first white cornerback drafted in the first round of the NFL. He's the top-rated guy right now on most big boards. He's from Iowa. 4'540". For the cornerbacks, that's slow. For the cornerbacks, a the top-end speed. Not necessarily there as far as like the 40 goes. Six ones, He has the height. 94 percentile on the weight 207 overall rating of 89.3 pretty much on all of his metrics as far as tackling run defense coverage zone man press everything in the 80s there that's a b though that's a b how come he doesn't have any metrics that are running in the a's here um but projected as a mid-round first maybe this is just a weak year For the cornerbacks. That's what you need to be one of these corners that just hangs around forever. You need the super top end speed. So let's see the difference between like his 40 time and some of these other guys. He took a big step back in 2023 compared to 2022. Scored three TDs in the second year. I wonder if he got hurt. Nate Wiggins from Clemson. Man, another guy. So a height guy. You look just. Very slow as far as that cornerbacks are concerned. 455 in the 29th percentile. Tall and lanky. 88.8 out of 100. His tackling and run defense, that was the thing for Cooper Dijon and uh, projected as a mid first rounder, just like this dude is. You look here, his coverage, zone, man press, those are in the 80s. The tackling and the run defense in the 60s. He's just a smaller guy buck 85 i can understand why he's not a beast in the run game what they said the player comp is joey porter jr okay let's go look at the stats year one doesn't even really play year two 26 solos and int and for a 98 yard <laughs> int for a tug e- even being not the fastest 455 five is still pretty fast In 2023, 22 solos, two forced fumbles, a sack, two INTs, and he housed one of those. (laughs) Kool-Aid, his role, outside man, press corner out of Alabama. So the 40 of 455 also, so not the fastest. A little bit more meat on his bones than the last guy, also 6'1". 88.4 out of 100. You look at him, though, all these numbers are based on like ESPN scouts, this 24-7 sports, the Rivals.com. And so all these numbers are based off of that and his tackling 88%. Run defense, 91%. Coverage and zone, he's all 90s across the boards. A lot of these metrics that these guys are targeting, Kool-Aid right off the bat, even though he's being projected as the third cornerback, Off of this, I think it's because of the overall rating is is why he might be projected the third. All of these guys have been projected for mid first rounders. It's all going to depend on where these guys go. Kool-Aid stats here. Year one, nine solos had a sack and an INT. Yeah, a big jump from year one to year two. 29 solos kept the sack, kept the INT, 2023, 24 solos, but no sacks, no INTs or anything. Let's get to Tarion Arnold, also out of Alabama. Now you see here, a little bit heavier than those other guys, 64th percentile, a little bit faster than these other guys as well. Very similar, inch or two different, but it's still in the 63rd percentile there. 88.3 88.3 out of 100 on the overall rating, according to ESPN, 24/7 Sports, and Rivals.com. Um, all these numbers mixed together. The run defense—that's one of his better categories—but still solid in coverage as well. Projected as a mid-first rounder. Let's see what his stats were. Only two. I wonder if he redshirted or got hurt or like something right off the bat. 34 solos had the INT, but oh man. Pick City in 2023. Five INTs had a sack and a forced fumble and 40 solos. Whoo! <laughs> oh man, what a savage and outside zone cornerback is what they got. His role listed as there. Pretty solid, pretty solid. So last guy here for the cornerbacks that we're gonna cover. Kamari Lasseter. Six foot. Damn 180. Eight, <laughs> the eighth, eight. Eighth percentile, not 80th, eighth percentile. 40, uh, 455. It's crazy because you look at 458. You look at the 455 to the 458, and it drops him so far. And still, it's not even that much of a difference either. That's what's crazy. So I don't even know how much weight I'd be putting into that. And then we still got to watch for the combine and see what they actually run at the combine. 87.5 is the overall rating. I guess if he had any weaknesses, it'd be run defense projected as a mid first rounder, 36 games, 1500 snaps. Let's see. Year one, one INT nine solo, no INTs after that, but a lot of tackles and mixed in a sack as well. 30 in 2022 and then 2021 or in 2023, he had 21 solos and a sack as well. Tackling machine, man, tackling machine, got that tackling fuel. All right. All right. Those were the top five cornerbacks in the draft. Now we're going to jump into the top five safeties in the draft. These are the guys who are probably going to be more fantasy viable over time. And starting off with Tyler Newbin, zone slot, nickel safety. Okay. 4 6 40, 6 2, 210. Okay, so I get is this one of those guys who's who's a bruiser when it comes to smacking out there. 87.3 overall rating. So the coverage, that looks like his best uh, best metric. He being projected late first rounder. Usually safeties are not drafted in the first round. Guys like Brian Branch were in the overall DBs, he's ranked number six. But in the safety category, ranked number one. And it's only guys like Brian Branch, I mean, of recent, who we can think of who are drafted like super high. Mostly safeties are drafted in like the second round. Okay, he's one of the guys who played through COVID and got that extra year of eligibility because looks like as a freshman, didn't really do much. 30 solos, a forced fumble, INT as a sophomore, and then we'll just call it as, as another his other sophomore year. 35 solos, a sack, three INTs that year. And every year he just kept stepping it up. 37 solos, four INTs, and then in 2023, 34 solos, forced fumble sack, and five INTs. There we go. Coming over to Cameron Kitchens out of the U Man Zone slot, nickel safety, four, four, five forty. 86 percentile so really fast 206 guess a little undersized for some of these safeties 511 little undersized there as well 86.9 69, out of 100 rating looks like just even across the board except for his tackling he's a little undersized compared to some of the other guys here top rated or projected to be drafted in the top 10 in the second round 34 games, almost 1,900 snaps. Let's see what the stats look like out of the U. He stepped on the field playing a lot right away. Had 25 solos and a forced fumble as a freshman. 34 solos and six INTs as a sophomore. One of those for a TD. He had 40 solos, a sack, and five INTs. One of those went back for a TD as well. So just ball hawking out there and just a coverage guy. Probably why he's projected to be drafted in the top ten of the second round. Kalen Bullock out of USC. All right. And Johnny said, "I like to see that stat progression each year for sure. I want to see him getting better, or at least matching what they're doing along the way." So for Kalen Bullock, man, zone, slot, nickel safety, real similar. These guys are real hot this year. These these nickel safety guys, because Tino was saying earlier, we've got a lot of hybrids out there now running a four-five-five. Five. At the 46-3, big boy, undersized in the weight, though, only 190. Might have to put on some LBs in the weight room. That could be something that a lot of these guys have to do. Let's see here. So the run defense, he's not really a guy who they're going to put in run D, but tackling 80%, so pretty solid. Coverage, 91% looks like his best metric out of all this. And then the zone and man, very similar, really good at both. Projected mid second rounder, 37 games over 2100 snaps. So a lot of playing time at USC, 25 solos as a frosh and two INTs, 29 solos and five INTs as a sophomore. One of those went back for an INT, 42 solos and two INTs. One of them went back for a touchdown there as well. The regression in interceptions, maybe he was just getting thrown out a little bit less. 42 solos, I don't know how he was getting thrown at less. Maybe it was in the run game, but that wasn't one of his strengths, so I'm assuming a lot of those were in the pass game. Kalen Bullock out of USC. Javon Bullard out of Georgia. Looks like we got back-to-back Georgia safeties. In the top five here, zone free safety. He's the first free safety that we're actually seeing here. Everyone else was like the nickel safety. So those are the guys coming up like in coverage more often than not. A 4.50 for the 40, really solid. Maybe a little undersized in the height, 5.10. A little undersized in the weight, 197. 85.4 out of 100 on the overall rating. Looks like coverage. And then the man, man coverage and press coverage that looks like his shit tackling looks solid zone looks solid even run defense 75 percent it's probably about average right there for a lot of these guys projected as a late second rounder a guy like this would be very interesting to see where he goes taiki smith the other georgia safety here uh man zone free safety okay running a 4.5040 another guy a little bit undersized here as far as the height goes 5.9 but 206 though so he's got a little meat on his bones compared to some of the other ones that we saw still 48th percentile so still needs to hit the weight room though let's see no metrics in the 90s here but it looks like coverage man impressed coverage looks like that's his jam zone coverage still super solid though and then run defense, 78 and tackling 74%. So it looks like the tackling might be his, his weakest metric. There's not a lot of like decent safeties that ever come out in a draft for like fantasy. Usually it takes a little bit before we actually see these guys getting in there. What's WVU? West Virginia. Look at a frosh, 36 solos, one forced fumble, one sack, two INTs, brought one of them back for a tug. And then 33 solos the next year after that two ints and then transfers to georgia and it's because it got the extra year of eligibility from 2020 It's like that never happened and put up good stats in those years and it was enough to hit the transfer portal wasn't good enough to start though at georgia right away because you see only four solos one forced fumble and then second year though he probably had to be a starter 22 solos one forced fumble two sacks as well so getting in the mix and then this one look at the progression over this this might be one of the cooler stories that we've seen and we're just diagnosing it like through the stats and that's it but 46 solos two sacks four ints and it's for georgia like they got one of the best defenses like around yeah Tyke smith let's see where he actually ends up going projected as a third rounder It really all depends on where he goes. And Marty said, stock rising, stock rising. There you have it. Those are the top defensive backs in the league. Top five cornerbacks, top five safeties. We're going to be covering linebackers tomorrow. And we're going to be covering offensive players next week. Everyone on YouTube, make sure you hit that next video. Go check it out and support. Hit the like. Peace out.